Good morning, wonderful listeners. You've tuned into Post Session Podcast, a podcast filled with the stoke of a surf session and the wise guidance of an ocean voyager. Your water-loving hosts are ready to share this infectious state of mind while encouraging and inspiring you for your next adventure. Welcome to Post Session Podcast. Hope you listeners are getting your new year off to a great start. We don't know when you'll be listening to this, but we are recording this episode with Mermaid Kelly um, on January 3rd. Yeah, if it doesn't release for a while, happy Easter, happy happy 4th of July, whatever. You're going to get something out of it regardless. That's right. And I just want to say welcome. We have Kelly Donovan of Mermaid Surf Club, Surf Lessons, Surf Camp. She is all mermaid all the time. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Can I paint a picture real quick for everybody? Yeah. Uh, That van out there is a Ford... Um, Astro? No, that's Aerostar. a Chevy Astro. Yeah, yeah. Ford Aerostar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably a 96. 93. Okay, I was close. Maybe 91. I always get it confused. Okay, <laughs> Early 90s. So she shows up in a teal Ford Aerostar <laughs> with pink, uh, the pink mermaid surf emblem logo and all that on the back. And um, it looked like something straight out of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> My nickname in high school was Kelly Kapowski. Kapowski. Oh, so, really? Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Want me to just fluff out the bangs a little bit? We're right gonna here. get. We're gonna get into that in a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna see what that means. Um. Okay. So yeah, that's what Kelly's rolling around in. Yeah. You know. You know. You know. It's gonna be a great session or a great day if you get to run into. Kelly and her van. Yeah. Because the van is its own personality. <laughs> it is. If you if you see the last Ford Aerostar from the 90s era on the road, that's Kelly. <laughs> Just follow her and you will end up at the beach. Yeah, you can just throw up a shaka. I get honked at a lot and it's really alarming sometimes. So you can just shaka. <laughs> don't beep. Yeah. Just don't beep. <laughs> so let's see. We're going to talk to her about all things mermaid, right? That's right. Okay. But before that, we're going to do a little post-session notes like we always do. And before we actually hit the record button for which, the- which we have hit the record button. Oh, thank goodness. Um, We were talking about a little bit about social media and marketing, Uh whether it's your business, Mm. Mermaid Surf Camp Club lessons, or post-session podcast, or Rincon Coral Casa retreats, or, or whatever, and just what that looks like for small business owners and posting on social media. And we just wanted to say... We hate it. We hate it. <laughs> Ditto. I hate it. That's yeah. why you don't see me on it. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I see Ren on social media from time to time, mm-hmm. but at this point, he's never posting. Oh, really? No, we're just <laughs> over it, I guess. Over it. I had to, This what I wanted to share was a new thing that I've done, which I'd put limits on all the social medias anyway, because I need just that little wake up like oh it's been 30 minutes ding time's up but then I what mattered because you can always hit add 15 more minutes and I'm like oh yeah 15 more okay minutes. so you're timing your own sessions 
time in my own sessions. Okay. But, and that worked. I mean, it was nice to have that notification. But what has worked the best has taken, all I did was I moved uh, Instagram, Facebook to the, fi- like, you know, I have like four pages of stuff on my phone. Mm-hmm. And so I moved it to the back page. And guess what? For the first time in, I don't remember how long, I didn't open it. That's genius. How does that feel? It felt freaking good. Like the next day, I was like, (gasps) (laughs) I better open it and see what I missed. (laughs) Not really. It's more like, you know, you feel like you should be doing it or you post because you need to, but you also don't want to be just about you. So you want to like check all the, you know, what is everybody else up to post whatever anybody else is posting or you know you try to be reciprocal in that universe but it works but yeah you know (laughs) I don't know Laurel I just I think I think we kind of did it in the beginning but now I just don't want to be the source of anybody's addiction really (laughs) I'm doing everyone a favor I don't think anybody was ever addicted to our stuff (laughs) you don't know you don't know who's out there that's true that's true (laughs) but you don't get up and check it no no No, I don't even feel the urge I'm like I don't I'm I'm going right to the surf forecast yeah you're skipping over the emails going right to the surf checks (laughs) you know the first thing I look at what I, I nothing for a while. Well, I'll look at the weather so I can tell Ani what to wear, you know, mm-hmm. to school. Um, but if I when I finally do get a minute, I look at the uh, the news. Mm, that's bad. Yeah, it comes in my the newsletter, the that's New York Times, media. right in the mail at mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to see what the news, what the, what's going on. The headlines, Just the headlines. Yeah, okay. but it's not the news. It's like a newsletter. So there's Condense. one topic that they discuss, and it's usually editorial, so it's kind of entertaining. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's not so bombarding as like No, it's not like in station. Ukraine, blah, 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 people are dead. In yeah. Africa, more people dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well. So, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Wow, if you have stopped listening, I'm sorry. Why did we press record? <laughs> I feel like it was better heavy. before we hit the button. Yeah. <laughs> so post-session notes is where we talk a little bit about what we've done in the water. And I'll go first since I'm already talking. My have, I had a last day of the year surf session and I had a first day of the year session. Mm-hmm. The last day of the year session, <laughs> I barely made it out. I did not catch a wave. I, well, I caught like two little shore break waves coming in, basically, to get in. But I did not catch one of the good waves. Matter of fact, I missed one of the good waves and ended up getting pushed like most of the way in and had to paddle back out again, which was really gnarly. So it was nice to put that behind me. And then the first day of the year had a really sunny Nice session with WB Surf Mamas, uh, Nurse Lisa, Nurse Your, nurse your Soul with Lisa. Nurse Your Soul, yeah. Nurse Your Soul. And uh, her and a couple of ladies and got to have a sunny, it was calm, it was much smaller, but it was just one wave after another. It was a beautiful day. And it was only like four mm-hmm. of us out there. It was nice. Weird. I know. Yeah. I wasn't at the South End. That, that would spot. be the But thing. still. Yeah. Everybody was still hungover from the night before. Maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Because yeah, it was a really beautiful day. <laughs> that's true. <clears throat> that's what it was. Potentially. Maybe. <laughs> Kelly, how about you? Have you had a good 
little water session for the new year? Yeah, I mean, pretty much every day. <laughs> I'll just keep it simple and talk about last night. I mean, that's all the sessions really start to blur together in my life. Um, so yeah, the 2nd, January 2nd, mm-hmm. remember? I don't know when this is coming out, but that was my last session. Didn't make it out this morning because it was too flat, but uh, it was like high tide. Didn't think there was going to be a surfable wave and just paddled out because it's 70 and sunny and you, you've got to in January. <laughs> And it ended up being so much fun and wasn't expecting it. Had some good friends out there, loving my life out there with me too. And just like good vibes, little high tide, shore break peelers. And um, earlier that day, I had all these expectations when I went out during low tide, thinking Mm -hmm. it's going to be like this great (laughs) session. I like timed it out. I'm like on it. And it was very disappointing in the (laughs) evening sunset session. Zero expectations just paddling out just to play around and ended up having way more fun. Mm. So, you know, I just kind of had to put myself in check for the new year about expectations and the power of just showing up with a good attitude and having fun. So last night was epic, totally unexpected and beautiful and just really grateful to have showed up and paddled out. Oh, that's a good lesson that's for all of us. a good metaphor for the new year. Yeah, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't think it's don't have expectations because we can't help it. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, just show up without too many expectations anyway. See what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. How many times can we say expectations? <laughs> well, I think there's something also to that point of being in that place and ready is having a little disappointment or having a little rocky moment sometimes puts us in check, sometimes gets us to the place so that we can show up with a little less um, expectation. Yep, the lows make the highs higher. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Ash? Let's see. Uh, yeah, nothing. Um, <laughs> the kids... <laughs> And Ashley, Ren. wait, let me just say, Ashley wants to get rid of post-session notes, and I have a sneaking suspicion that it's just the winter. Actually, <laughs> I mentioned to her getting rid of our whole format and just having the discussion. We should put it to a vote. If anybody is out there is listening, do you like the segments, mm-hmm. or would you like to see a more open format? Free willing. Free willing. Yeah, let's just um, see what you say. See what they have to say about it. But anyway... Yeah, let's see. Ani did a polar plunge. Ooh. Bathing suit only. Cape did a polar plunge. Oh. He was the first one. In the river or is this at the He ocean? did it in the river. Uh, he was the first? New Year's Eve. He did it in the river. Ani, yeah, he's always the first. How old is Cape? Tell Kelly. Five. Oh. He's very tenacious, though. Ani did it um, in the evening in a swimming pool. And Ren did it in the evening in the ocean mm-hmm. oh. because he wasn't with us. So everybody did the polar plunge except for me this year. How do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. What does that say about what the rest of the year is going to be I like? I don't know that I'm the smartest one in my family, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're just waiting for the cold weather. Yeah, so exactly. It's more legit. <laughs> it was sunny, guys. It's way sunny. too warm outside. It was too easy this year. It was way too, too easy. easy. <laughs> yeah, for me. Let's see. We've been doing a bunch of mountain biking uh, lately. Where? Which I'm totally digging at. Most at Blue Clay. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, except my dad. My parents live next door. 
Uh, that's a subject for another podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm joking. But anyway, he built like a little course in the yard. And there's a bit that goes into our yard also. So we can, you know, practice on some little ramps. small balancing. Yeah. So there's some ramps out there, some small balancing segments and stuff like that. Uh, so that's been fun. But yeah, mostly blue clay. And I love the kids getting into it. Cape kills it. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's still small and his bike is heavy, so he has to push real hard. Mm-hmm. Ani is murdering it, though. <laughs> yes. She is. She's just, um, she wants to go always do the intermediate. She wants to do more and more and more. And every time I look back, expecting to have to stop and wait for her, she's, she keeps going. <laughs> but Ani needs to chase her. If she leads, she's slow. <laughs> if she's following, mm-hmm. she's on it. Yeah. Oh, so nice. you, you gotta have you gotta have somebody out there pacing her. She needs the carrot, mm-hmm. um, but Me it's too. been cool. Yeah, some people do. <laughs> some people do. I think we're gonna go look at a new bike today for her. Actually, where That's are you gonna exciting. look? Um, this guy Ed has a bike shop right there in Castle Hayne at the foot of my road called mm. Blue Clay Bikes. So we're gonna just go there. Okay, First. maybe they would want to sponsor an ad on Post Session Podcast. Mm. Mm. Ed, are you listening? <laughs> you listening? <laughs> Throw it out there. Yeah. Um, well, let's move us on into what we love to refer to as the injustice of the week. No pressure. This better be good. Yeah, I'm like a super serious person. This is going to be really heavy. (laughs) Um, I guess my injustice of the week is no shock to most South End surfers. Um, I'll go with the fishermen on the pier. And Mm. even though I love Riceville Beach, (laughs) um, also just, you know, the winter ranger patrol um Ooh, I, so let me dive into this a little deeper. Yes, yeah, yes. there's johnny mercer's pier which is the fishing pier i don't always surf right next to johnny mercer's pier and i respect the fishermen there they're paying to be there mm-hmm. i'm not paying to surf there and mm-hmm. that's a pretty gnarly pier so i respect that you can fish off that i won't get in your way now crystal pier on the other hand not really so much a fishing pier and to me it's a surfing pier yeah and it's known for that so if the only wave that's breaking is right off the pier i need to be there that's my soul food um i believe those fishermen can go to the fishing pier and i can surf at crystal pier because sometimes as we know that's really the only place where there's a wave yep and if you're a rightsville beach surfer and we're going through a small spell you need to surf and you will find a way if you will carve out that 20 minute window when the tide's switching and the wind just hits right and there's a potential of like a knee high peeler you'll show up and you'll get on that for your sanity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everyone else's and if i'm going out to that one spot where it's breaking and i'm getting honked at by rangers and yelled at by fishermen it's like a real buzzkill on my session so I just think that sharing is caring and, you know, I'm not going to yell at them for fishing on the pier, but just like, let me surf where As I well. need to sometimes. So where are you meeting the resistance? Because I would think, I mean, you're there is that space where you are not allowed to surf. Well, that's the that. place. Yeah, but that's a mere oh. suggestion this time of year. <laughs> are the flags out this time of year? No, no. The flags aren't out. No, no. Just in the summertime. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Let's get back a little history lesson is 
to the only reason that it became a big deal was because when the Oceanic wanted to rebuild their pier, they had to call it a different type of pier to get permission to rebuild it out, mm-hmm. you know, because it was a stunted, ugly kind of, you know, destroyed from a hurricane pier. Yeah. And so to do that, then it got classified as a fishing pier, although right, it's not. Right. But they had to put it out there so that they were allowed to build it. So it comes down to, again, regulatory things at Wrightsville Beach. And so mm-hmm. then they extended the suggested where you can surf from much further out, more like the Mercer's Pier. It's the same distance now. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's many times that you're out there surfing. It's winter. There's not a fisherman out there. There's not a tourist out there. There's nobody swimming. And the ranger will still come by and you honk at nuts. you and push you down the beach. So these rangers are not are not lifeguards. They're not on the patrol. They're policemen. With, they're policemen. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense then, because <laughs> and they are really nice gentlemen. Sometimes we've had we've had some that are more lenient, and then we've had once in a like I would say a couple of years ago there was a young guy who was new, and he looking was looking for action. Man. He was looking for some <laughs> yeah, action. That, that makes sense that they would get riled up because they come out of police school and they're like, yeah, those evil surfers. If I can no, arrest it could be anything. one. It could be anything. If, if they were doing parking tickets, they'd be like, yeah, da, 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 da. yeah. I mean, everything. So you're just collateral damage because yeah. they're just wanting to fuss. You're just trying to have a good time out yeah. there and getting pushed away from the sweet spot. Can you ignore yeah. it? Well, the um, fishermen will hook you. Yeah, they will. They So that's kind of, I'm not saying they shouldn't, fishermen shouldn't fish there and that the rangers shouldn't enforce when need be, like depending right. on the time of year, but sharing, like let's just share the space because we can all win. Like you can fish there and I can surf around your fishing line. Just don't swear at me or like try and hook me. Mm-hmm. And you know, make space or maybe move, you know, move up a little. Move, yeah, move around, like move around where the surfers are surfing. Or I don't really see people catching many fish anyway. So it's mm-hmm. like you're just hanging out, mm-hmm. you're not trying to feed your family. If you were, <laughs> I would be a little more supportive. You're right. just having fun sitting out and outside in the nature, just like I am. So just supporting each other out there, I think, could be. Nice. And uh, the rangers, same thing. You know, if it's the middle of the summer and I'm trying to surf the pier, go ahead, yell at me. But if it's the winter and like Laurel said, there's no one fishing, there's no one even on the beach, you know, just let me get my wave. I'm not hurting anybody. If I want to shoot the pier, like I'm not hurting anyone except myself. So <laughs> just, it's a, well, it comes I mean, down I to get, common sense. It comes well, down to common sense. Yeah. And it? I would say shooting the pier is not common sense. But I mean, there are people that can do it. Maybe well. Kelly can do it. I actually don't do it. But yeah. if I want, to and no one was around I should potentially have the freedom to do that I mean I would agree with that but somebody I don't suggest it though we won't wouldn't suggest it and I would say like you make a mistake and then you're somebody else's problem mm-hmm. so then somebody else has to spend the time and the money and the effort and the risking of their whatever to get you to safety so I might would disagree on that particular point but 
surfing around the pier as long as you're not a up, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> as long I don't as shoot the pier disclaimer everybody knows pier I'm shooter. Shooter. <laughs> um, no but so um other than that yes surfing around the pier is generally not an issue well that's if you're a knowledgeable surfer if you're a knowledgeable surfer mm-hmm. But then that's the other thing, too, is I feel like we have to set good examples. Like I had a a guy and it was a kid and his dad and the dad was on a short board without a leash and lost his board. Yeah. Almost hit me or hit my board. I can't remember. But I and I probably did something that I shouldn't have done. I ended up yelling at him in front of his kid. I mean, I said, what are you doing? What kind of example are you setting for your kid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that was probably not the best way to handle it, but. Well, it definitely puts people on the defense. I'm not saying what you said was wrong, but it definitely, people will respond defensively instead of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, how did he respond? Uh, he wasn't humble, but he wasn't, he, he could have responded poorly to you know me being a little harsh so i'd say it went okay it went but okay. I, I paddled away going i could have probably done that better <laughs> but anyway let's flush this injustice yeah, down. Let's flush it. yeah everybody use your common sense don't be a knucklehead mm-hmm. sharing is caring sharing's caring bada boom. unless bada- it's my wave and i'm on the peak then we're not sharing it <laughs> That's not sharing. Sharing is giving each other the That's right. The wave. Giving yeah. the wave. Yeah. Somebody else didn't share. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's dive deeper and let's start talking about um, mermaiding because we're all mermaids here, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm you a mermaid are the of most a, mermaid, a different sort of mermaid. Mm-hmm. Yep, different yeah. sort. But um, you have a whole company designed to. Uh, Promote. Yeah, promote and make mermaids. And we're talking about little girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, women of all ages, yeah. Just empowering women through surfing. Women of all ages. I don't mm-hmm. know why I said little girls. Because I'm thinking yeah. of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we do kids camps. But really, this past year, it's evolved into a large women's group, which has connected Laurel yeah. and myself in a beautiful way. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, how did um, Mermaid get started? Tell us um, a little bit about your journey. Yeah. To mermaid them. Yeah. My (laughs) journey into being a mermaid. Well, I didn't grow up surfing. Grew up on a horse farm. Mm. But always grew up swimming, competitive swimming. And um, got into surfing when I was in college. Here? um, In California. Oh, okay. Where are you from? I'm from Connecticut. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, from (laughs) Connecticut on a horse farm. Went to swim in California in college. Awesome. Learned about surfing out there. I was like, what am I doing? Swimming laps in a pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You've got shoulders, though. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah, you're I'm a made for this. <laughs> um, but then didn't love Southern California vibes. Hmm. Um, came back to the East Coast, traveled around a bunch. Surfing wasn't really like a consistent thing in my life, but every time I did it, I just knew I wanted more. And so um, in my mid to late 20s, moved down here to Wrightsville Beach to call it home just so I could surf year round. That's really why I moved here was to live in a place where I could surf mm-hmm. more consistently. And when I was learning to surf throughout my 
on and off throughout my 20s um, very inconsistently. I was always very intimidated, always around men or my, whatever boyfriend was with me and just never really had this like strong supportive female community. It's a very intimidating sport to get into as a female a female in your 20s. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I moved here, I was just kind of looking around, didn't see that many women around in the lineup. And I was like, you know, I want to create what I didn't have for myself, which is a supportive female-based surf community. So whether you're six years old or 60 years old, if you want to learn to surf, here's the place as a woman where you can, or a female, that you can do that and feel supported. And if you need to cry, you can cry because you will cry. Disclaimer. If you learn, I don't care how old you are, you will cry along your journey of learning to surf. And (laughs) it helps when you have a um, compassionate female instructor by your side instead of potentially um you know super radical 20 year old bro out there no offense it's just a whole we're just so different and we need different we need different support system so that's kind of how I didn't move here with the intention of starting a surf school like I really that was I was a swim instructor and a barista like just you're still a swim instructor not anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk off off mic about some things here yes, in a minute. We can, but. we can. I have shut that part of my life down so down. I can focus on the surfing where my heart and soul is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so now here we are. I've been here seven years to the day almost. And Oh, wow. Mermaid Surf started four or five years ago. and This resonates with me greatly <clears throat> because... I have no problems taking instruction from men. You know, I don't have a block just because I'm female or anything like that. But (laughs) I prefer my dermatologist to be female. I prefer my gynecologist (laughs) definitely to be female. You know, maybe she's even had a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, I prefer also in something that is as intimidated as as surfing to have some female instruction. I feel very intimidated out there. You know, especially when it's crowded. There's lots of people, there's dudes, one of them's just waiting to yell at me or something because I don't have the right etiquette. I don't know. I think you're definitely on to something. I feel like there's a lot of women that I've met in the waves whose surfing was stunted a little bit there there was the desire to surf and their boyfriend or husband mm-hmm. or whoever it was took them out on a crappy day and it was kind of the sink or swim <laughs> instruction yeah you're on your own because i'm gonna catch a wave mm-hmm. and <laughs> and so that is especially one of the you know i, I just see I don't know. I just see the women's faces that are so excited and enjoying the community that you've created and um, that it's just flourishing. You, you can just see that the women are flourishing in that um, community. Yeah. And I think that, you know, females tend to have a little more outward compassion just naturally. And so Some especially for the beginner... <laughs> Yeah, you're horrible, but I'm talking about everybody else, especially for the beginner. I think having a female is super powerful. Even in our dive classes, the women, when we say, okay, split up, some of you go with Ren, some of you go with me, the women are like, yeah, they're going to flock to you. And some of the men, too. Oh, I bet. Because they just, 
they just need that coddling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's a time and a place for that transition to happen where you see people that are coming up in the ranks and their skill level is such that they just need a push. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can provide it or you can outsource to another female or male at that point that can, they can provide the push because they're ready mm-hmm. emotionally hmm. for that too. That makes me think of like, even as when little babies, you know, like children as they progress in their, that relationship with the mom in the beginning is so important because there's that nurturing, you know, the mother's mm. providing the milk, all those things. And then, you know, as they get the bonding increases to, not that they're not bonded with dad, but there's but, that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's not that, not that it translates necessarily to surfing, but it makes sense that that embryonic point of when you're beginning or the seed of surfing has just been planted and you're trying to get that person or that person's moving towards like growing in the sport to have it be a female um leader yeah we're not reinventing the wheel here right this is like real natural approach (laughs) (laughs) what do you like best about it do you like just uh hanging out with the girls and surfing do you enjoy are you instructing in the camps or just running the show what what is your I'm doing a little bit of everything these days, and um, I just love sharing the stoke. Like, surfing changed my life completely. I used to be a very shy, kind of timid um, girl, not very confident in myself, and just kind of hid behind what I was good at. And surfing, like, choosing to learn to surf was something... I feel like I didn't have a choice and like I just was called to do it and my journey learning to surf really changed me and how I live my life and um, I want to share that with other women and when I see a woman or any a female catch Mm. their first wave whether it's just full of fear or joy or tears it doesn't matter I know it's changing them and like every wave that you catch literally changes who you are and it's more about like who you have to become to learn how to surf because it never ends. So it's just this endless journey of really getting to know yourself, overcoming fear, insecurities. Um, and just I, I just want I, what I've been through personally has just completely changed me. And I, I love getting to share that with other women. And that's just kind of what I feel like my purpose is and my passion is. And I'm just happy to be able to share that and do that. I feel like there's a, like a little standing ovation I want to give I'm right serious. there. Yeah, that was a well, soapbox. I'm getting emotional talking about it. That was a soapbox speech. <laughs> it sounds like surfing was the first time where you made the decision, uh, or, 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 or yeah, made a conscious decision to kind of just go out on a limb and try something and bite it off and see where it it took you. Like you probably were swimming from a very young age. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I you were a swimmer. Remember, yes. Right. That was your identity. <laughs> I was just a swimmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, and then you um, chose to try surfing. So you kind of experienced some s- serious independence at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. After I quit swimming and finished up college, just decided to try a lot of new things and explore. And surfing was the one thing that really, grew, like spoke to me and mm-hmm. I knew that that would become my life 
might not have since built my life around surfing. And you can do that. If you love something, as we all know, you can mm-hmm. build your life around it. You mm-hmm. can move where you want to move and just start mm-hmm. doing more of that. Because mm-hmm. if it feeds your soul, makes you happy, and it's good for you too, you're winning on all levels. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I I would say is the secret to life. Like do more of what you love and share that stoke and passion with the people around you. So that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I think some people don't think that's possible or they're in situations where they're like, yeah, like what do I love? What is my passion? How do I share my passion? If I don't even know what it is, I go to work Mm -hmm. all day. I come home, yada, yada. I think um, surfing is, there's a couple of really advantageous points when you talk about surfing one it's very accessible like um like some some woman that's working the grind that doesn't know what her passion is can show up to some waves i mean if the weather's good and surf and borrow a board and and make it happen it's like free diving where you gotta take a boat you gotta plan the weather you gotta do all this crap mm-hmm. you know it's it's easier it's nicer especially in the summer so i think that's a really good st- starting point for a lot of people even if surfing doesn't become their passion but just to start the practice of trying new things yeah and i have to tell a lot of my students that like this may not be your thing Mm -hmm. but the fact that you showed up today is huge just Mm -hmm. it's just like talk about you just got to show up Mm -hmm. with a good attitude and you may be drawn to learn more about this experience and keep surfing, or you may just be so happy that you got your toes wet and that's enough for you. And maybe you want to go try something else. It's just overcoming that initial anxiety and fear of something new. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is or how dangerous it may be. It's just like, you know, where our brain is meant to protect us against doing new things. Cause it's the unknown. So we just have to understand <laughs> that it's okay and we're not going to die. Um, but it's hard to get that ball rolling sometimes, right. and serving is a good way to do that, I think. Just exactly. shove the ball down the hill, now we can do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just open up mm-hmm. some opportunity. What do you think, Kelly, is the best, or what have you found in teaching lessons is the maybe the biggest hiccup for people getting in, or or the most encouraging thing that you see has helped them get to um, experience the waves? Um, the, the initial, I'd say the biggest hurdle is just the initial, like showing up the fear Mm -hmm. of the unknown. So before you even get in the water, there's just, you can just see it on everybody's face. No matter how excited you are, like you can tell everybody's pretty terrified or nervous. Mm -hmm. So we just spend a lot of time hanging out on the beach, talking, doing our instruction. You know, there's so much that goes into it before you even get wet. Mm -hmm. So just creating a safe space, whether it's our campers, we have a surf circle and we all share. It's, you know, again, sharing with with like-minded females to realize you're not alone. And if it's just a one-on-one lesson, we're sitting there and talking um, just to create a safe space. And at Mermaid Surf, we have something called the Mermaid Mantra, which has been tremendously helpful for, for all of our students, where you just pick your empowering sentence mm-hmm. or thought for the session. Mm-hmm. So it could be like, I'm just here to have fun or I can do hard things or Mm -hmm. um, I'm okay if I fall. And that way, when you're going out into the water and the negative thoughts start to come up because we're human and we're women and we beat ourselves up over everything (laughs) instead of saying like, oh my God, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. The second those subconscious thoughts come up, 
you just replace it with your mermaid mantra. I'm here to have fun. I'm just here to have fun. And then that way you're just constantly kind of replacing the negative thought. And that helps you have fun. Yeah. And it keeps you in that positive headspace and keeps you in check. And that honestly has helped tremendously. Mm-hmm. And our students say that, like, just the repetition of that mantra to keep you in a good place yeah. and keep yourself in check. You're just giving them a super powerful tool to manage their own fear and anxiety, mm-hmm. which they may not have realized even was possible. Mm-hmm. I and think that they can use going forward, whether yeah, yeah. they're into the water or not. Exactly. Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah, we do very similar things. Um, also, I think when... I don't know, because I, I, I'm not mermaid surf, but um, when you said what is something that's encouraging mm-hmm. to help people encourage, I think just being there with a whole big group like that, mm-hmm. you know, it's much less intimidating and a bunch of girls. I know that uh, our nine-year-old thrives. I mean, she's getting a little more um, courageous, I guess, but she thrives in groups groups of females mm-hmm. you know she's been on sports teams with all boys mm-hmm. and she just shuts down a little bit mm-hmm. even though she's awesome but with other girls it's like <laughs> you know she can rule the little roost and just <laughs> go to town so yeah there's that's it I, we try to always have multiple sessions going on at the same time so you're not the only female in the water and feel like everybody's watching you yeah, yeah. Like yes. you're you might have a private lesson but there's maybe two or three other women next to you also having a lesson and you're watching them fall and you're watching them laugh and watching them cry and you're like oh cool i'm not the only one you're and in yeah. it together yeah it's mm-hmm. just the that's it's really about the community aspect which really helps it's not always the case but that's what i'm my goal And what I like, I try to provide that environment for new students or even, you know, advanced students. That's why we do like our um, group surf sessions, just our free meetups. So there's the regulars that show Mm -hmm. up and we're out there every day. And then there's some women that will come out who haven't surfed in months and they saw some post or word of mouth that there's a meetup happening and they'll show up a little bit nervous saying, you know, I just saw this online. I really want to get back into surfing. I can surf. I just don't have the supportive group to do Mm -hmm. it with and I don't have friends to surf with so I don't go enough and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find those women who are out there in this, you know, Wilmington community just not surfing because they're afraid but if they had some girlfriends to surf with Mm -hmm. they would come out and do it more Mm -hmm. and as we all know like surfing makes us feel better keeps our you know energy a little bit higher the stoke level is elevated i just want if people want to surf i want to especially women i want to create a safe space for them to do it i don't want women to not surf because they're afraid Mm mm-hmm yeah, and they'll start making their own little groups. Mm-hmm. You know, as the group yeah. expands, yep. then there's enough people to pull from that they can make their own little pods, which That's is really goal. helpful. Yeah, because nice. I can't be with everybody all the time, mm-hmm. nor do I want to be. I love mm-hmm. everybody. I love all the surfers, but sometimes I just need to go surf by myself. Or if the waves are kind of gnarly, I'm I'm not trying to surf in a group, but I'm not telling people where I'm surfing, and I'm not trying to hold anybody's <laughs> hand. You know, and sometimes I'm just having a day, and I can't be around people and I don't have that elevated energy to bring to a group Mm -hmm. um, because I'm actually quite introverted so surfing is my recharge time as well as it is my um, social extroverted time as well and I pick and choose those sessions but I love 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 seeing the friendships that have happened within this larger community it's really uh, beautiful 
thing for me to watch. And I've made some of my best friends through Mm -hmm. this community too. I didn't even, you know, some of my students have become my closest Mm -hmm. friends because I was also looking for females to serve with. Mm -hmm. So just kind of created what I needed as well for myself in my own life. Yeah, it's just like Field of Dreams. (laughs) And now I get to see, it's nice I see, you know, I'll say Hannah, for instance, you know, like, she is out there. She reminds me a lot of myself because mm-hmm. she's comfortable going out by herself. And you're not by your. Rarely are you by yourself. But there's, you know, she may be the only girl out there when I get there, mm-hmm. you know. And she's she's just charging it and um, growing in the sport. But I know that you know, had it not been for you and Mermaid Surf, like her, you know, what I think about uh, the many girls that I see out there now, I know that they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Mermaid Surf or Kelly Donovan sharing her stoke. Thank you for saying that. And to the the same effect, maybe she wouldn't feel as comfortable or not just Hannah, but She's kind of like a poster child for Mermaid Surf at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows Hannah. We love Hannah. Um, but just any of the other females, like just the fact that you surf all the time and you're out there and being so friendly and supportive, I don't need to be there. Once they know the basics, they can paddle out and see mm-hmm. another woman and just mm-hmm. feel safe. And then they get to know that they could say, hey, or yeah. ask a question or just be out there amongst yeah. others. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like-minded. Planting the seeds, mm-hmm. holding your hand until you, and I am. I do. I rip off the Band-Aid pretty early. I'm like, the only way to learn is to just start doing it. And that's the hardest part. (laughs) All of my students want me to be there to hold their hand. And I really, once I know that my students are at a place where they can be more independent in the water, I do start to pull back. Because like anything, that's really where you make the most progress. Once Mm -hmm. you've built up a little confidence in yourself and you have still have the support of an instructor or a friend by your side without them doing everything for you or calling your waves. I'm like, yep, you just, this is how you're going to learn how to pick waves. You mm-hmm. just go for it and you're going to miss a lot of waves. But that's how I learned. I don't know a better way than to just go do it. Mm-hmm. Once you know the basics, of course, don't just right. go out, paddle out and start trying to catch waves, <laughs> get some lessons, learn, be safe about it. Right. But once you're ready to to go on your own, be independent. That's where you can really um, take the confidence you've learned through the foundation of Mermaid Surf and then really take off. And students like Hannah have really, you know, shown that. Mm-hmm. And, and she surfs more than I do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both of us put together, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she's she's just, like you said, charging it. Yeah. She's all in. It reminds mm-hmm. me of that, you know, when I first learned. And I learned later in life. So that there was like this... Um, I don't know, just, I was supercharged. And so every morning I was out there at sunup and I see that in Hannah. I love it. It, it recharges me. So mm-hmm. I will say that, like mm-hmm. I love seeing someone who gets at, at stoke and then is yeah. just like turned on. Like maybe they, I don't know, whatever it is. I don't even know how to put words to it. But <laughs> once they are, then then they're this little, like a beacon of light, like a... Um, a lighthouse that's bing, bing. Well, you know, <laughs> another another good point um, that you're kind of making about pulling off the Band-Aid, mm-hmm. that other other surfers, other up-and-coming surfers or people that are getting really into it can't disciple others if they're always under your mentorship, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't have authority when you're in the room. You're the authority. So it's really good that you push them out because... 
mm-hmm. they have to keep learning, but they also have to reach back and teach others and be the light, yeah, mm-hmm. be a little lighthouse for other people. Or circle back to me too and ask for more, you know, once you get to a certain level, there's more coaching. Mm-hmm. There's always more to learn. I'm still learning. I'm mm-hmm. still learning. You yeah. know, it's never going to yeah. end. I'm not by any means the best surfer in the lineup, never will be. I'm not trying to be. I'm just trying to get I'm competitive with myself I want to get better for myself because that's what's part of the fun is mm-hmm. as Learning. humans we like to grow mm-hmm. and that's how we build confidence is through personal growth so that's what my surfing journey is about and it happens to be super fun and good for me and I love sharing that but seeing new surfers out in the lineup does keep me even more stoked mm-hmm. you, you know it is that fresh energy that yeah. sometimes we lose you know the yeah. more into anything we, we get can just we be jaded by the fishermen and the <laughs> yeah, yeah right, right. Right. cranky right. on the dad just trying to have a good time with us at the end of the day son. we're out in a beautiful place and <laughs> it's just just got to be grateful to be able to even be out there no matter yes. what and keep that the stoke levels high that's what it's all about is supporting each other staying mm-hmm. stoked having fun we're really just all there to have fun, have a good time, mm-hmm. you know. But I'd say maybe this is drifting into a little bit of spiritual waters of God waters. Okay. But there's something about, like with our faith, whenever we are um, spiritually, I feel like I always need to have someone that I am learning from. Mm-hmm. Somebody that I look up to, somebody that I'm that knows more than me and has walked longer with God than me or, or whatever that I can glean from. And I really make it a point to spend time with that person. And then and the same um, thing, I would like to always have somebody that I'm there's a reach up. And with, a reach back. And a reach back. Yeah, you got to. And so, you know, so reaching back may be somebody that's um, new to the faith or whatever. But uh, I feel like that translates really nicely into uh, the sport of surfing because, like what you just mentioned, um, and even planting that seed with the, the new, you know, as students go forward, as being able to be that person for somebody else and and being encouraged and you know it's like this whole line of females coming out into the water that's right and you know the it's so powerful to reach back because you learn more too yeah because Mm -hmm. they're asking questions or they're showing interest and you're having to go and and i'm speaking spiritually although it's definitely a metaphor for surfing too but you have to go back to your bible you have to go recheck you have Mm. to go formulate your ideas mm-hmm. you know when when you're being mentored you're absorbing knowledge and information which is also good but i think that discipling others um it 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 makes it so that you have to it becomes disseminate your disseminate the information differently yeah and i think it does that, become your own. as a surfer you know once they've maybe been through your class and, you know, they can always come back and get more coaching or more skills. But when they're sharing some of their stoke with someone less experienced than them, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. when they you you shift from student to teacher. But there's this owning it a little bit and it becomes yours a little bit more. Yes. Good. Yeah. 
I have mm-hmm. one parting question. Yeah. Um, that was good, Laurel. You did a good job there mm-hmm. with the Godwaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do I get my nine-year-old daughter involved this summer <laughs> in surf, mermaid surf? Um, There's a website. There's no Instagram. We know that. I was going to say, I like, do have an Instagram. Yes, she does. But really, we should just, we're connected right here, right now. This is the best way to make this happen. Yeah. As everybody knows, you can shoot me an email, mm-hmm. especially this time of year. I may not get back to it for a couple of weeks, but I already have people asking about summer camps and I have yeah. not made our summer camp schedule yet, but I'm going to work on that this week because it's the new year. Um, and yeah, would love to save a spot for your daughter. We do. We have very small camp sessions for a reason. Um, we w- and we have a one to one camp ratio yeah. for our beginner students and that's big. That's a, that's kind of um, unusual. Unusual and super important to us at Mermaid Surf. So our beginner surfers, especially if you're new to our school, you have a one-to-one ratio and we try not to have more than eight or nine girls per camp and you have your own instructor. And a lot of the parents and, and students tell us the most important and impactful part of their camp experience is actually their mentor or their instructor. Of course. Not, yeah. You know, it's just having that one-on-one support. Nowadays, I'm sure as your daughter knows, you know, you're one of many students or many um, athletes or artists, mm-hmm. whatever you are. And it's hard to feel seen and mm-hmm. heard and loved and supported especially as a young female and when you get that one-on-one attention you really do feel like you matter and you you gain this kind of mermaid superpower when you are seen supported heard and loved um, and you start to believe in yourself because someone you look up to believes in you going back to that mentorship mm-hmm. and um, just the progress and confidence that happens in you know a four-day camp when you're returning to that same instructor every day, mm-hmm. you're building trust, you're feeling safe, you're feeling supported. And what happens during those four days is just the most beautiful thing in the world for me to be a part of myself and what I learned from my students, but also watching that in our campers. And then every day we're opening our camp with our surf circle, talking about um, you know anything from fear, sisterhood, self-love, confidence. We have a theme every day. Mm-hmm. And then we wrap up at the end of the day talking about our high tides and low tides, um, highest part of the day, lowest part of the day, just to share. You realize mm-hmm. you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry to go off onto all that, but just no, really. This is create, what I wanted to hear. Yeah, just like really <laughs> creating this um, small, safe space for our students. So we don't, we usually do have a waiting list because we don't have that many sessions or that many spots. But the way that we do things is very intentional. So that way our students are getting the most. Um, out of their time with us and that's why we are different I mean all the surf schools are so great and they all but we are our our purpose isn't necessarily we're here to teach you how to surf but there's a lot more that goes into our camps as Mm -hmm. you know we can all probably relate being women in this group like they're they're like especially with social media which we've talked about Mm -hmm. just how detrimental it is for young females to um not have self-confidence or self-love and really just opening up about that in a safe space at a young age and then you're not just sitting and talking about confidence and and sisterhood and support you're going and putting it into practice out in a dangerous situation which really solidifies that message it kind of ingrains it inside of you so i'm just trying to put the two together and mermaid serves a lot there's a lot more to it than just surfing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's what, as a f- 
female who's had to come into my own sense of confidence and self-worth very late in my life. Just trying to share that with women of all ages. Like I said, whether you're coming to a beginner camp and you are not even aware that you're insecure yet because you you don't Mm. even have that self-awareness. Or if you're, you know, an older woman who just wants to try to regain some independence and personal strength, Mm -hmm. there's a space for you in this community. And um, that's what I think surfing can offer you know, a little bit you can go a little bit deeper and really get to know yourself once you dive into this into these waters I suppose yeah, into these yeah. So. well I tell you when I first read about your one-to-one ratio I don't you know for any of our listeners that are not educators um, or don't work with younger people that is quite a feat logistically Mm-hmm. Uh, camp after camp to have up to eight or nine instructors out there yeah. for each student. I mean, so uh, my hat goes off to you for orchestrating that, you know, because I think it is important. I mean, I think that's super impressive to have one child or one woman, whoever, you know, whatever age, uh, directly working with an instructor. That's huge. Thank you. So, so how can they, what's the best way to connect and get into mermaid surf so you can send me an email okay. so our my website is mermaidsurf.com mm-hmm. and there's a little contact button somewhere on that website mm-hmm. that you can um, send over an email to me and like I said I'll get back to it eventually I'm just kind of kicking off the new year and getting back into the groove of a thing so sorry if you have already reached out to me and I haven't <laughs> responded yet I promise I will get back to you sooner than later so yeah just an email is great is that the best um, your favorite way yeah I would say an email yeah mermaidsurf.com and then mermaidsurfco at gmail right yeah, correct that is the, the email and then mermaidsurfsisters on Instagram mm-hmm. but Please don't message me on Instagram. <laughs> you will never hear back from me. <laughs> I'm glad. And that's a lot. There's a lot of messages that get lost on Instagram. Um, I may try to be better about that this year, but no promises or guarantees. If I don't get back to you on Instagram, don't take it personally. I don't even, there's so many different message categories on my Instagram somehow. And I, things get lost in there. You don't have to do easily. Instagram. You do yeah. not have to do it. This is just my disclaimer. If you don't yeah. send me, send me an email if you yes. want to get anything um, from me or, you know, send me a text message or something like that too. If you already have my number and contact and that works, but okay. I'm, I'm in the water a lot. I'm a people person. I'm out. She's at talking. Sunday's coffee shop. Yeah, I'm, I'm around just talking and chatting and surfing. So. Just look for the uh, teal <laughs> till then. I'm not on my Aristotle. phone or computer as much as I could be, but I like it that way. I like to be a part of the community. So, yeah. Yeah, that's Thank the you. benefit that you get to enjoy from kind of designing your own situation. Mm-hmm. You know? You, it might be, uh, for us anyway, there's, there's high times and low times when you're running your own business financially or or whatever but boy is it priceless mm-hmm. <laughs> well thank you kelly thank so much for, for having me for hanging out with us and, thank you uh, kelly 
Thank you. Thank you, listeners, for listening in and um, check out Mermaid Surf. Check Make out sure Mermaid you Surf. Get into summer camp. Most people, by the way, sign up for summer camps around February. Yes. Yeah, that's when the moms are like, <laughs> that's why I need to make my schedule now because yeah. I know it comes the first week in February seems to be the week that's where when they did. I get all the requests. So I am building my schedule now so I can. Take those requests because we're excited for another year for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna get Ani in. Yeah, I'm gonna be February yes. one like this. Ani's gonna be a better surfer than Ashley. Oh no problem. It's <laughs> no, no. not saying much. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> also, listeners, I want you guys to shoot us a message to yeah. Laurel on Instagram or to well Post Session Podcast. Yeah, to Instagram. Our, I do look at the messages to our page, to our web page too, and and tell us, do you like the format or should we go to a more open format? Because we're confused <laughs> about what to do. Yeah, do you want it shorter, longer? What do you want? Yeah, but regardless, we are happy to be here. Mm-hmm. We love doing this, mm-hmm. and if you're enjoying it, let us know. If you hate it. Let us know. And if you're a, <laughs> if you're an editor, let us know. <laughs> if you're a studio with uh, free spots available, let us know. Let us know. This is the best studio. It is pretty comfy. I think so, too. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Nowhere else are we going to have snacks, coffee, and, you know, if it's later in the this, day, it could be wine. This view, two beautiful women in a tropical paradise oasis behind that. I mean, you can't beat this. I, we actually have a fan blowing right at us, so our hair is... <laughs> flying back like a movie you didn't expect that did you kelly i didn't know what i was walking into this morning I it's weird that we do that but pleasantly surprised yeah. all right bye listeners <laughs> bye bye <laughs> bye